Well, hello there and welcome to our brand new rant series. She said, what? <laughs> I love it when I do that. Welcome to Events Demystified Podcast, the rant series, where we go off the calf and say it as it is, tackling anything and everything in the AV production, technology and event industry that not a lot of people are willing to talk about. The rant series is short and spicy, comes out twice a month in between the more tamed interview style episodes. This podcast is brought to you by Tree Fan Events, a woman-owned boutique event production agency. And your host is Anka Trafan. Thanks for tuning in. Well, let me give you a little bit of an overview of what this series is all about because here's the thing. It's been uh, about two years now and I've kind of been like hiding behind this microphone, pretending like uh, I'm all so good and corporate and I don't, you know, drop F-bombs occasionally and I don't have strong opinions about things and I don't have a bit of an attitude about it. Well, it's time to explore a little bit of that side of me, but also demystify some of the topics that not a lot of people are willing to talk about. And to be honest, I'm getting increasingly frustrated with myself and also, you know, others in the event and production world, as wonderful as an industry this is. And it's time to voice some of that, you know, built up frustration, uh, maybe in the form of a rant, short or maybe a full-fledged episodic rant, depending on how passionate uh, I feel in the moment about that one topic or another. So starting 2022, you should expect an influx of shorter episodic rants uh, posted in between the more button-up conversations that you have been used to listening thus far. Now, I'm not saying that all rants will be created equal. I will strive to post nuggets of wisdom, tips, tricks, and some hard learned lessons. Because as much as I want to, you know, shake up a status quo, I do understand how I'll have to ease you into my internal talk and what really goes inside this mind of mine. And for anyone that might be taken aback, here's the thing. In the best case scenario, I've already lived half of my life. Tomorrow is a bit of an illusion we count on like it's been promised to us. I had a really, really good friend, 34 years old, and she reminded me what living your life to the fullest looks like. She was the most passionate, living out loud, bold and full of passion person that I've ever met in my life. And unfortunately, she died of cancer a few months ago after a few years of fighting this disease tooth and nail. So much loss of potential because of this merciless disease. And I still grieve her loss. And this brought a new sense of like urgency to me. And 
the choices that I make and the way I choose to live my life. Plus, I'm also at a point in my life where I I have to say it, I know who the heck I am and I'm okay with being a mixed bag of good and bad and flash news. So are you and so are those around you. And I have accepted all the good and the light that comes with all that bad and if you have not, I hope that you get there someday soon because it's a beautiful place of acceptance and freedom to be, you know, who you are meant to be and no longer pinned down by someone else's labels and expectations of whom um, you ought to be based on their idea of who you are. Nobody else lives your life, this one sweet life that you've been given. So you better get the heck out of your own way and just live it. So if that's not a good enough reason to just say things as they are and just be bold about the things that you believe in. I don't know what else it is. But before I got here to this point, there's also a time when I was pretty unsure of who I was. And I had to ask myself, well, who the hell are you? And most importantly, who are you becoming? So I'm going to take you down the memory lane for a short story on my rock star transformation into a uptight core pursuit. But just in case you were imagining that, you know, you could attempt to understand <laughs> this person, um, I say I'm still working on that myself. So good luck with that. Anyway, um, <laughs> not many of you know that I spent half of my high school years and my college years while working at a few local radio stations, which brought on this love for sound engineering that eventually turned into an actual career. I can't tell you how fun it was to escape the entire high school drama scene by working in this radio station and creating my top 10 and top 20 best hits for the two shows that I was DJing, which was top 10 slow hits and top 20 trance hits. I'm still such a fan of trance music. It's not even funny. But that's the place where I fell in love for the very first time with music. I fell in love with someone for the first time. I'm not going to tell you that I also lost my virginity in the radio, but that's another story. Maybe I'm going to cut it out in the post-edit. But I also happen to have had my first heart broken episode there as well. So I've sort of like lived the entire cycle and regardless of the emotional upheaval, it still holds such a very special place in my heart. And while the person that meant the most to me back then is long time history now. I really cherish those memories and I always will. When I moved to the US right after college, I knew that my radio days were over due to my accent, which I was quite insecure about at the time. And so the very next 
best thing that I thought about pursuing was sound engineering because in radio, I also got obsessed with this little tiny Mackie 1204 that I was using while DJing my radio shows. Funny how one little thing can lead you down a path for the rest of your life. Long story short, because that's definitely a longer story between when I landed in New York as a FOB. And if you don't know what an FOB is, that's fresh off the boat, even though I don't take the boat, but it's just... Just go with it. And until I started working in event productions in LA, and this, you know, long story short is something that, uh, by the way, I have talked about in much more detail because it was sort of like an endless journey of growth. And I have talked about it on Day In and Day Out, the podcast hosted by my friend Muyawa Adebi. And if you're curious, I'll probably post the link in the episode notes. So anyway, uh, once I got to LA, I was so hungry, almost like starving <laughs> to become a sound engineer and uh, like all, you know, fame <laughs> searching poor artists that end up in LA. I started from the bottom up. I mean, wrapping cables, cleaning the production warehouse, doing inventory, handling repairs, uh, shipping, anything and everything a business needs to function that's totally not glamorous. I was hungry and I was willing to do anything for a chance to learn as much as possible. And in so many regards, I feel like I'm still the same way today. If I want something, if I need to learn something, I'm not afraid to get my hands dirty and just do it. I think sometimes after being in the industry for a while, we get so hung up on how we're like veterans and how our pride kind of gets in the way and doesn't allow us to do the lowest of jobs just to start learning or putting ourselves in an uncomfortable situation where we have to uh, learn something new because we feel like that's below us when actually those are the opportunities that we can use in our favor to learn and grow the most, especially in areas where we feel we have a bit of a knowledge gap for one reason or another. All that to say in a couple of years time, I learned so much. I absorbed so much. I went to school. I was tested by fire. I've pretty much advanced from the cable wrapper <laughs> to being an A2 and then the A1 on some really rad shows for some important A-liners. I think very fondly of those years, even though each show came with 18 hours long loadings and sound checks and, and setups and strikes and loadouts. I mean, taking naps on the truss, on pipe and drape, behind the stage, under the front of house mixer. I mean, I've done it all. But it was also the best of times when I felt like one of the guys, even though I was also very much aware of their secret fantasies. And for the sake of like keeping it light, I was just pretending like I had no clue about any of the jokes they're making and all the innuendos. 
I love those guys. I mean, regardless of them just being guys, you know, I think I only made a mistake once to date one of them and that did not end up well. So save yourself some drama and don't date your coworkers. And those are today's words of wisdom in case you wanted some. Anyway, after many fun shows for a lot of cool people like Fergie and Britney Spears and Michael Jackson and Snoop Dogg and his crazy rapper crew and Hollywood U2 and Corinne Bailey Ray and LinkedIn Park. I mean, rubbing shoulders with Pamela Anderson and Kim Kardashian and a few others. I don't even recall their names anymore. I decided it was time to settle down and move to Portland, Oregon to start a family, right? I mean, I've had all the interactions with all those A-liners and it was so much fun, but I was so burned out and I was at a point in my career where I was like, okay, I've done all of this. This was fun, but it's time to settle down and And I wanted a family, which meant exchanging my rock star smat crystal rock and Ed Hardy outfits, which were very generously donated by Cristiano Digier. He is, he was a fashion designer for some really cool fashion lines. Fortunately, he's deceased now, RIP Cristiano Digier. But that was something that I had to put aside and exchange all those rock star clothes for some corporate uptight suits and <laughs> and I'm not gonna lie it was it was tough you know I mean nothing says welcome to adulting than a well-fitted corporate outfit okay the corporate event production world wasn't all that bad, all right? I started actually earning more money and I got really good at, I know this is funny, very nerdy, but really good at EQing perfectly a bunch of talking heads and panelists on lavaliers. I mean, that's exciting stuff, right? So much for loud life bands and all the drugs and alcohol and all the crazy lifestyle that comes with that. Who needs all of that anyway? That's no way to be bringing children into this world. And that was my next stage of my life. And while I did manage to work until my 40th day of pregnancy while carrying my first firstborn son, basically hanging Licos the day before my water broke. I knew, okay, I know it's crazy, but I knew what my body was capable of. So don't do that if you don't have confidence in your own body. My doctor almost flipped when he heard that. Anyway, I, I'm always the kind of person that is willing to push her body to the limit. And I've done that over and over again in different situations. Anyway, I end up with C-sections. And what do you know? The very next day, the very next weekend, actually, I was hiking with my seven days old son to the top of Multnomah Falls in Oregon, which if you don't know, it's a fun and steep 700-ish altitude gain hike. Again, don't do that unless you've done some other crazy shit before and your body can handle it. I digress. Corporate and fundraising events can still be fun and exciting given that you work with the right team of people. And I certainly did for many years and that was really rewarding. 
And it's not the same kind of excitement when touring or mixing live concerts, for sure, but it's the kind of excitement that, for example, you can still have a balanced lifestyle. You can still have a family and... And it's kind of like the excitement that, you, you know, if you were to make the comparison with, you know, a marriage, uh, you can still find in your marriage after being married for a while without needing to be, you know, hooking up every other day as you used to in order to, I don't know, get or feel something. All that to say, who the heck am I now? Because I needed to ask myself that because... I've been many things over the years and I've done quite a few things in the last two decades of being in this industry. And I want to believe that besides all of that, what I am now is someone that can contribute to this industry from my experience and many of the lessons that I have learned along the way. I want to believe that I can inspire other women to take the chance to start their own journeys in this industry and dare to think and do things differently and think differently. I want to inspire and encourage and uplift and elevate anyone that has felt invisible for one reason or another. The reality is nobody dreams to become a stagehand. Everybody wants to be the superstar in the spotlight. But what if we change that and made the stagehand a superstar? What if we inspire more young people to step into these technical roles and make a career out of it? What if we mentor more women and create more opportunities for them in this field? That's my dream. That's my desire. That's what I hope my life's work will be eventually accounted for. Okay, so this episode is obviously uh, much longer than I anticipated. I want those ranting episodes really to be short and sweet, and this is definitely on the longer side. So while there's still much to say on this subject, I will leave it here. I'm sure I'll come back to it, and I will touch more on this. Now, just a side note here. If this ranting episodes are just too much for you, you're more than welcome to only listen to the featured guest episodes where I promise you, I do my very best to be very well behaved. If you do continue to listen, however, here's what you need to promise me. Don't get offended, okay? I'm only bringing a bunch of the topics that I will be discussing in the future rants. I'm only bringing those up because I want to spark conversations that hopefully will make a difference. If all we do is just rant about things and do nothing actionable, then I might as well be a ding-dong and do myself this disservice by being obnoxious and speaking out and basically totally wasting my time, which I don't have time for. So let's not just run away, but do something about it and... It does start with me, but it also starts with you. Let's change our world one small event at a time. End of rant brought to you in love by yours truly. Thank you for listening to the rant series of Events Demystified podcast. 
If you enjoyed this series and the other interview style podcast episodes, please take a moment to review it and rate it. If you'd like to take it one step further, feel free to share it with your network. Connect with Anchor on social by tagging at Events Demystified Podcast. And if you'd like to learn more about Tree Fan Event Services and find out if we're a good fit in supporting your event, can we help your event be successful with a 20-minute free consultation? Link in the episode's notes. Thanks for tuning in.